get ready for Smoke Night Live with Master Sensei. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. It's Friday night. This is Smoke Night Live, episode 278. Jordan. Oh! It's 278. I'm here with, uh, uh, I'm your host. My name's Eric, a.k.a. Master Sensei. Thank you very much. I am here with my host, or my producer, Jordan. I'm the host now. You're, you're the producer. Uh, I'm taking this thing over. Jordan, how are you doing today? Excellent. I just fired up. The voyage. Yeah, we're going to be talking. Oh. I got one. I'm just getting ready to fire up. I'm getting ready to fire up. It's old school, baby. It's old school night. It's voyage night. Yeah. I'm going to be smoking old school voyages on the show. We got a studio audience, Jordan. We sure do. We got Scott and Quinn. They're kind of blurry. Got, got, and get in focus, guys. Jeez. That's because they've been drinking all this uh, smoke wagon bourbon. They're not in focus. It's, I think It's displaying the mood properly. Yes. Uh, speaking of that, Jordan, look at this. I'm drinking my bourbon in this amazing new Dojo Rocks glass that went on sale yesterday and sold out. Instantly. Sold out. Uh, so we have uh, we have put in another order for these. I couldn't. I really did not think that that was going to sell out um, yesterday. Well, we've been teasing them for two months. Actually, it, it didn't sell out till this morning. But still, I did not expect that. There was... Quite a bit of these available, and they are now uh, gone. So, um, for all of you guys, by the way, Jordan and I spent the last two days packaging and shipping out these glasses. And it, was <laughs> great. it was great. It was great. You know, that's the thing about the the dojo that most people don't know. We we do this pretty much by hand. Like, if you're, you know, if we're sending stuff out. It's me and Jordan sending it out. We don't use some sort of big fulfillment company or anything like that. Sometimes we put a little lipstick on and kiss the envelope, your receipt. You sometimes know, see we one like that. Sometimes we throw a little, some a little special a lingerie in there. Something special <laughs> <laughs> lingerie. Uh, so uh, when these come back in stock soon, if you did miss out, the cool thing about these, Jordan, I think, and Scott, uh, you can comment on this too if you'd like. The the shape of this glass. Oh, it's heavy. Well, yeah, like you think, like oh, they just picked some rocks glass. No, we no. we picked this very specific for a very specific purpose. This Scotty, what do you think? Talk to the folks. Oh man, it's one of those where I feel guilty almost because my wife got me a beautiful decanter and glass set that was custom engraved, has my name <laughs> on it. Wonderful things. I don't drink out of them. I literally, every time I'm drinking, I grab this glass because it's one of those glasses that you don't even hold regular, you know, like just like grabbing a glass. It's one of those where you have it where your hand's underneath and it's in, sitting in the palm of your hand and it just feels good. You just feel like a sophisticated Man, I feel I feel like glass. you just feel like a man because it's heavy and yeah, it's just so thick and chunky and it just kind of squatty and feels wonderful in your hand. Not only that, but Scott, you can make this. The cool thing about these is they're great for neat bourbon, but because also, because of that little curvature to them, if like, you want to make a cocktail. Oh yeah, 
Oh, Boom. yeah. It's that wonderful go-between size. Go-between. Why can't we get those guys in focus? I can't get them in focus. focus. I, maybe the camera is... is you put your hand up to the camera. I did it. Oh, uh, oh look at that. Look Jordan's at my hand. Oh, you can, s- you can see everything that you did. Oh, there we oh, go. They're in focus There now. we go. There we go. So, uh, yeah. So I will you, never come back to you guys. If you didn't get a, a Dojo Rocks glass, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll get our next shipment in. And the guys that because missed out. I don't out. know. For some reason, like, when you get the rock glass that's too straight-edged, I don't want to put just uh, neat spirit in there. It just seems like strictly that's co- that's only a cocktail glass. But this one, with a little bit of a curvature to it, it's like right in between the Glen Cairn. Is that how you say it? Glen, <laughs> yeah. Glen Cairn, Cairn and, a, and a cocktail glass. Yeah. Right. I, I love just holding it because I feel like it's just got some... Girth to it. It's ready, yeah, you guys. Jeez, Jordan. You know what? Yesterday, I so I I have a uh, I leased a car a couple <laughs> years ago. Cool. It's a you know it's a it's, it's a Subaru Impreza. So I remember when you were like talking about getting that. You were like, oh, I'm getting the sports car, and then you pulled that up, and I was like, it's pretty sporty. Okay. I guess. <laughs> but so the other day, the the other day, I actually for the very first time, I used my horn. I, first I time? I, I use that thing like once a week. You do really? I I for the very very first time I used, I used my how'd horn. You, she, did she purr? And they're like, eh, eh, you know, I was like a, burp, burp. but <laughs> I was, you know, here's the thing. Like I don't know if you, if you go to like Nicaragua or Honduras, literally they use their horn. Oh yeah, sort it's of like part of the language. It's it's just That's they use it as much as they use like their brake or their gas pedal. It's just constant. Everybody's honking at each other, but in the states here, I sort of feel like if I honk at somebody, it's like me. I'm being mean or something. And like so, like the other day, you know, I was behind some cars and we were turning left, and I didn't want to miss the light because it was like a super long line of cars, and I was the last guy in line. But the guy right in front of me wasn't paying attention, and I knew he wasn't paying attention, and so everybody started to go, but he didn't go, and I wanted to make because I didn't want to wait another two minutes. So I, eh, I gave eh, him, I gave him the, eh. but I don't really know exactly what's, what's the etiquette on horns, like when there needs to be like three, there needs to be a couple different horn options. You need to have like, a, hey, hey, just, you know, <laughs> and then like you know slightly more, more like, hey, come on, man, let's go. And then there's like the, f you, can you do that <laughs> with the existing horn? The the, the horn, I- is in an f key. Mm. So it's kind of like ironic. Is that ironic? I don't know. But it's like F U. That's the F <coughs> key. <coughs> I, 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 ch- I I I I had a PT Cruiser for the first from age eighteen to twenty eight, and that thing's horn was like this. Meow, meow. Just had a cat noise. I, ca- I ca- now I've got a truck, and I can't give. I can't even do the like. Hey, just. Just so you know, you should go. I can't even do that one. It's just all because it's, it's me. <laughs> right. I sort of feel like Quinn would be the kind of guy that would just be he. He would just like use the horn, you know, indiscriminately all the time. Like just bam. Quinn, are you that kind of guy? No, no. I don't. I don't know why I come across like that either. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> He's wearing a trucker hat and like I, a plaid shirt, like. <laughs> I don't believe that. Matt, when do you use your horn? <laughs> do you use your horn? No. You don't ever I use your don't horn. 
ever use my horn. You're I too polite. I use my horn when I'm sitting in my car and I accidentally lean on the horn and go. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> we need guys. to be using the horns a little more frequently. I think, like that in in these Central American countries, every, you know, like it's a little hectic, but it all runs like clockwork. You just everyone's just beep 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 beep. beep how's this going? It's going. Right, and so here in the states, everybody's too like you're worried. That and so yeah, when you actually do do it, that seems rude. But they're doing it. I think they have their tune differently. Theirs don't even go the heavy one. It's just no, all it's like just all the beep real beep super beep light. So we have like stronger, like you know, Merkin style horns. <laughs> so you you feel like you're kind of nervous that you're gonna like, you know, somebody's gonna jump out of the car and like hit you with a baseball <laughs> bat if you like. Yeah, I was not trying to be rude, but you need to go. But I wouldn't have never even known that my horn worked and just until the other day. So I'm pretty excited that I <laughs> I'm pretty excited that I finally broke in the horn. So that was super cool. All right, uh, on the horn show, talk. horn talk on the show tonight. Uh, one of our we good got Danny buddies, on the horn. Uh, Danny's uh. on the horn. We got one of our good buddies. He's uh, uh, been in the business in one form or another for many many years always been a good friend of the show always been a, a good friend of mine and then and not only uh will we talk to danny about cigars but if you don't know danny is a mega tampa bay buccaneers fan so we're gonna be talking some football as well ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show danny vasquez danny how the heck are you hey what's up man <laughs> I, I, I miss you guys I know, right? It's been a little bit. It's been a minute or two. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, as as well as it could be. Doing doing really well. Uh, forget all the cigar stuff. Like this week is all about the Super Bowl. So oh, I, I know, am I know. Next level. I'm next level right now. Second, the second half of the show, we're talking. We're talking all football, brother. We're gonna get right into. Nice. We're gonna get right into this the, the football talk. I figured you'd be the perfect guy. <laughs> to talk to you this week about football, being as as big of a fan as you are, but before we get there, let's 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 delve into cigars. So, so in case people uh, don't know, um, uh, Danny started off with his. Well, actually, before even before that, uh, Danny, remember Save the Leaf? You were part of the Save the Leaf. Um, uh, there was like a Washington D.C. kind of everybody came. To try to save the leaf, we had a dojo show. We raised some money that one night, yeah. and so then and then you you went into your own brand, Barracosa Cigar Company, and came out with the Voyage, which is what I'm smoking right now. It's delicious, by the way, excellent, nice. and it's got some some age on it. And yeah. then you went on to uh, work at Roma Craft, and yep. now you you left there, and now you're going back to your own brand. So let's back it up a bit um, to the point when you left uh, your own brand to go work at Roma Craft. Um, right. What was what happened there? Why did you decide you wanted to uh, give up the brand? Was it the FDA stuff that was uh, sort of crushing us all, and you you couldn't deal with that? Is that how that went down, or was there other reasons? No, I mean that that was that was the reason. I mean, uh, you know, I, I've said sometimes that like. You know, it, it was getting a little bigger than I could kind of manage with a full-time job plus this and th those things. But I, I probably could have figured that out. But, you know, like you're saying, I, uh, in helping Save the Leaf, I was aware a lot of um, what was going on with the FDA. And I, I was uh, keeping track as best I could. And when I say, you know, 
watching the things the FDA did, if no one knows how it was back in 2016 or 2017, it's like there really wasn't a lot of information other than you just can't, you can't, it's after August 8th, you can't do that anymore. Right. And it's like, well, for, you know, what does that mean? Oh, we don't know. Well, okay. How do we get tested? Well, we don't know. There was a lot of that. Right. So, you know, a year after, um, doing save the leaf and, and watching the FDA things and the, and the lawsuits and, and all this stuff and nothing was really happening. Um, I just kind of made the decision. I was just like, well, if tech, you know, legally I can't come out with anything new, um, you know, what am I doing here? Right. Like what, like, what, how, how do I continue, uh, to do it now, you know, in hindsight, um, it looked like a lot of people still kind of kept coming out with things and, uh, <laughs> I probably could have kept going, but you know, I, being a noob in the industry, I was just kind of afraid of, I don't know if afraid I said, I didn't want to deal with any kind of legal issues and stuff like that just to, to, you know, come out with it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the reason it was just like, what am I going to do here? You know, I got, I got one cigar and it's, it's, it's pretty cool, but I kind of learned enough about the industry and the sales side and the retail side. It's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to survive much longer with, you know, at the time two SKUs. Right. So, um, and, and that was it. And it was another thing that kind of, you know, I, you know, I said before, Hey, it was, it was a goal or a, something that I, I wanted and it happened and it was great. Um, yeah, I, I never walked away with any regret, man. It was it was it was good. Now you had this. Uh, remind me, was this La Aurora? Is that? Yeah, is that right. where it was made? So yeah. it was. It, you had the voyage made at La Aurora. Now you said two skews. Was that just two different sizes of the right? The right. Voyage? Yeah, so the Robusto and Toro at the time. Right. And so. if I, if I remember right, there was sort of like a an early release uh, that was pretty good, but then you came out with like a sort of a second release of it. And that's where I thought that the Voyage yeah. really sort of took flight with that second uh, round. Batch. That second batch was dramatically better. I'm not exactly sure why, but uh, yeah. I believe that's what I'm smoking now, which it's a phenomenal cigar. Um, so phenomenal. talk about that. Uh, was there the, the first first batch, was it uh, something different than the second batch that came around? or No, it was just... Uh it was just a huge rookie mistake. Um, I kind of rushed things to have stuff ready by the trade show. And, um, that was really the first time we had ever hung out, um, in person. Mm-hmm. So I'd given you guys some of those and, uh, you, you know, you guys were excited and smoking right away. And, um, and I remember, I remember you like taking some of the, that size, the Toro and I guess kind of putting it away and you smoked it like six months later and it kind of hits your palate the right way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, that was definitely a rookie move uh, on my first shipment, but unfortunately, with August eighth coming out, and, right? And so I, I really didn't have a choice. Uh, and uh, the robustos uh, at the time had the right age. The toros at the time were the ones that were kind of rushed for it, um, and especially well, there's a lot of things, boxes, and there's a bunch of things with my toros that that uh, happened there. But that's kind of what happened, and and I learned that, um, and. Uh, don't won't make that mistake again uh, this time. <laughs> but that, that's essentially what happened. So then you uh, you decide based on the FDA, you know, stuff going on, and this was a Sorry. smart decision uh, actually on your part at the time because we didn't know. Like it was basically like it, there's going to be no new blends unless you're able to afford, you know, this ridiculous, you know, uh, uh, process of 
uh, finding if it was you know equivalent to other cigars and all this sort of like. And right. so you made a, a choice to go work uh, with Skip and Mike at Roma Craft in Austin. You picked up the family and moved down there. I remember we talked to you uh, shortly after that. In fact, you came up here for uh, the uh, Great American Beer Fest, and we hung yep. out and went to Great American Beer Fest. Mike Rosales didn't bring his ID, which is bizarre. <laughs> Who knows why? Didn't bring his ID to a, a beer fest, but we had a good time. So talk about uh, why, how that came to be, you, why you picked... Romacraft, did you have a relationship with those guys, uh, uh, that kind of thing, or no? No, no. I mean, um, I had a Facebook friendship with with Mike, with uh, Skip. Sorry, and um, I was so busy, like in my world, and you know, getting stuff produced in the in the DR and um, doing all these kind of like events and stuff up in the Northeast, and uh, you know, like my, the, the voyage protocol, like dual events and stuff that we used to do that. I, I mean, I, I had, I'd smoked Roma. I had some in my humidor. I didn't know a ton about them, but I, you know, I knew Skip like everyone does on social media. And, um, and then Jesse, my wife, uh, became friends with Arlen, uh, which is Skip's girlfriend, uh, on Facebook. And, you know, they had just had Fiorella and, uh, we had, uh, uh just had, uh, Penelope and, so we had a kid kind of the same age, you know, so there, there was just, we would interact basically on comments and stuff like that on Facebook, social media. Um, and to the point where I didn't even know who Mike Rosales was, um, until, you know, it's a, Hey, until the kind of the process started and I looked him up cause Mike just wasn't as active on social media. Um, escape. I, there's not a lot of people that are as active as Skip is on social media. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, maybe Steve Saka. Right. But, um, so, uh, no, so that was it. So, you know, shut down the company. And I think it was like maybe a month, month and a half, two months later, um, Skip had reached out. Well, as, as soon as I shut, I shut it down, Skip was, you know, and I, I know if, if anyone's heard this, sorry, but, um, Skip was like the very first person to reach out and, and not with a job offer or anything like that. It was more just like, Hey man, you know what you were doing was really cool. We started to hear it. You ever need anything? Let me know. Right. And, and, and that was it. It was, it was, it was nice. I was like, dude, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, so then it was a couple months later, um, my favorite part is that, you know, Skip sends me a message at, you know, some God awful hour and says, uh, <laughs> Hey man, give me a call. I say, okay, I, I don't, I don't have your number. Like <laughs> we don't actually, we don't actually know each other. So anyway, we go back and forth over the next couple of days and, uh, you know, it was kind of just to gauge my interest in, in working for them with the caveat of we would have to move to Austin, Texas. Right. Maryland. Um, and so went, um, I flew out of Oklahoma, met Mike Rosales. We did some events and that was like the first time we'd ever, you know, he didn't know who I was. Um, the, you know, so, uh, the funny part, you know, I, and I've said it a million times, it's like, it could have went one of two ways, right? It could have went that he just drops me right back off at the airport or, <laughs> or, the, or the way it went. Right. And I, and I get the job offer. So, uh, that no, that was it, you know, and I, I think a lot of, you know, one of the things I didn't realize at the time was, you know, how much Skip um, watches, you know, I'm, I'm assuming he's watching right now or will watch later or, you know, listens to all the podcasts and, and all and stuff like that. Right. So um, uh, that year was kind of crazy for me. So I'm assuming he just kind of saw my face keep popping up like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. So um, and that's really that's how it 
that's really how it went down. Yeah, so uh, I think what a lot of people maybe don't realize about Skip is, um, like, on a a personal one-on-one basis, he's, like, one of the most really, you know, caring. He's very interested (laughs) in your personal life and really wants to help. He's... He's a great guy to 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 hang out with on a one-on-one basis. Like regardless of oh, what yeah. what folks might see on his social media presence in person, he's a much different person. He's very caring. Yeah, he's, yeah super kind-hearted. Um, yeah. yeah. Huge heart. So no, yeah, for sure. Skip's a good guy. So talk about your time at Romacraft. Uh how did it go? Did you learn a lot of stuff from those guys and whatnot? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, from, from not being a rep at all to owning, to owning a, to owning a brand, your, your learning curve is like, you know, exponential. It's, it, it goes, but then going from, you know, 30, 40 accounts to, you know, 300 and a million cigars and they own their own factory and, um, have a lot more money than I did. Um, <laughs> there was, there was a lot, a lot of learning, um, in a good way, it was just like, oh wow, like that makes sense. Or hey, you know, uh, you know, we don't we don't offer discounts all the time. We don't do these things, or we do do these things, and we don't market right, or we don't we don't pay for advertising. We don't, and just learning like how that kind of works. Uh, we don't have a strategy. Know, <laughs> we don't have a strategy, <laughs> uh, which is our strategy. Which is a strategy. But then, uh, you know, just uh, uh, and then again, just learning. And not that I would, not that I didn't already know how to do it, but I, I think that's why it was kind of like the perfect marriage of just you need to learn how to interact with different people, right? Like a store in New York City is going to be much different than a store in Oklahoma or, or Colorado, like out by you guys, right? Right. So um, you know, and that and just being able to to turn that dial to be able to um, genuinely interact with whoever you're calling next or, or the account that you're going to be managing or, or talking to or, or whatever. Um, so, you know, there was a, there's a lot of that, uh, which is really cool. And then getting into the, getting in the face of, you know, thousands of people that I, I wouldn't have before and, and hundreds of shops that I wouldn't have known before. And, um, you know, that, and, and going to the factory and learning the process that way, a, a completely different process than what La Aurora does. Right. And, and, you know, how, how deep they are in the, in the knowledge of their tobaccos and, and working with, you know, being able to interact and work with, with, uh, with Esteban. Somebody complained about my crickets. I can get a frog out of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if folks don't remember, there was a time when Danny was on Smoke Night Live and there was a frog. The first time. That, that was. Every time. That was, uh, what do you call that? Croaking? Is that what, is that what frogs do? Ribbiting. It was yeah. ribbit. It was ribbiting. <laughs> it was croaking. Cro- remember? Uh, I, croaking. I think yeah. it's croaking. That was kind of a famous episode just because of that frog. <laughs> so, um, so how long uh, were you at Romacraft? Uh, three years. Three uh, years. Dan- wow, yeah, Dan- that's amazing. Dan- like, doesn't seem like time it was flow. that long, right? Yeah, no, time absolutely flew. I mean, if, I mean, look, I mean, we're we're kind of remembering Great American Beer Festival right now, and that was a month or so after I'd started. How right? did so your like, beer tastes change being in like <laughs> you can drink anything there? Like, uh, it didn't change much um, <laughs> because, as you guys know. Uh, no, I mean, there were, I like I drank a lot more beers and different stuff and and whatever, but it's just like uh, still more of a rum guy and whatever. And if yeah, I, rem- if I like, remember it right, you really like the fruity beers. 
I did like the fruity beers <laughs> where, where it, it got to the point where I didn't even care to ask anymore. Like you guys were like, Oh, what, give me your stout. Give me your, you have anything really close to like ink. I want to like drink. <laughs> I want to, I want to drink and rewrite the declaration of independence. Do you have anything I can do that with? <laughs> and I'm like, do you have any like flavored water, flavored beer, flavored water? Do you have anything like that? Cause that's um, because it, you know, where people are like, oh, Danny, you're, you're a wuss or, you know, whatever. Well, one, that's factually correct. But it's like, it's like, yeah, they give you this much beer. But if you do 30, 40 of those. Right. You're, you're fucked, right? So, um, As Jack know, Heyer he, knows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, super, super lightweight that I am, like 10 of those. You know, it's like, oh, it's like, oh I mean, like, you know, and some of those were pretty strong and I'm, at first, I was trying to hang, and then I'm like, you know what? They're going to see right through me here in a minute, so just let's be true to myself. Pretty so, much, you learn uh, to just go to the brewery, the the brewery, the beer, the, the oh, brewery right, that's right. named the brewery, and you just stay in that line. You just go like this. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was getting that uh, chocolate blackberry white, or whatever. White, 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 white chocolate, chocolate baby. Yeah, white chocolate, that's yeah. right. By the way, whatever happened to the brewery? They're, like, super hot for a while. Yeah, not, not as hot anymore. Not as hot anymore because they, uh, you know, they're pretty much exclusively bombers, and bombers mm. aren't hot anymore. Mm. I don't know if that's that's not the only reason, but they they switched over to the cans. But I think Jordan, it's just it's like all beer companies that get hot go through yeah. that. And next thing you know, they're not hot anymore. But like, they're still they're still at the top of the list. Oh, they beer. make great beer. Hey, I'm not I'm not. I I'm, mean, they're not making slushies, so yeah, that's <laughs> you know. that's that's the hot thing. Um, <laughs> that's what you gotta be doing. So, Danny, I'm sure everybody, this is the million-dollar question, $64,000 question, whatever you want to say. Yeah, uh, there came a point when you decided, my time here is done. Um, I'm going to leave. Why, why, why did you leave? Was it you knew you wanted to start your own company, or did you want to leave for other reasons and then decide to start your own company after that? Uh, what happened? Why did you leave Romacraft? I couldn't take their shit anymore, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, the watch game. You couldn't. You couldn't. Uh, yeah. You couldn't keep up with the watch game. You know. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is that's the answer like that everyone wanted to hear me say, right? <laughs> like, no, forget that. No. Um, no. You know the the truth is, you know, I grew up here. Uh, my my wife uh, lived here for a long you're, time. You're speaking of Tampa. You're speaking of Tampa. Oh, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, Tampa. Um, and so. All her family is here. I have family here, and it, it was just kind of always like, you know, if it was a if there was a vacation for a week or so, it was in Florida, right? So um, we kind of unknowingly had this desire to get back to Florida. But so we come visit, and uh, the the main the biggest reason is my wife, my daughter has a a bleeding disorder where it's it's uh, hard for her to clot, like mm. uh, the enzyme that kind of directs blood cells to uh, start clotting or like if you were to get a cut, right? Um, and uh, she has this and, and as she gets older, it's, it, it could progressively get worse. So this is what we've been watching since she was about two or three years old. Um, and then we, she started in, in Austin, she started getting nosebleeds for the first time. And then it became very more regular and uh, from monthly to weekly to daily and then multiple times a day. And, and it, it was crushing us because she was emotional about it. She was crying about it. Like, dad, why me? You know, like why, you know, why do I have to have this? And you're just like, ah, like, you don't have an answer. Um, and then on one of our last trips to Florida, which is like 
towards the, uh, or it was like in the middle of 2020, uh, we noticed that we, she was here for two weeks and not one nosebleed mm, interesting. and hadn't taken any allergy medicine. So we kind of talked to her doctor and said, well, it could be the humidity. It could be that, you know, they don't really have cedar fever or cedar, uh, pollen like they do in Austin. Um, and the doctor's like, look, you know, we're kind of out of ideas right now to stop the nose. What are we going to do? You know, if you have an alternative, you know, you may want to explore that. Um, and that was, you know, what kind of started the real conversation of, Hey, maybe this is something we need to look into. Um, I had a niece that had very serious issues with it and I'm sorry to bring the kind of the whole thing down. It's all right. Um, It's all right. And it affected her school and her high school and, and, and things like that. So, you know, we, that was number one and, you know, no, no question about it. No, no regrets at all. Um, and now we've been here six months and hasn't had one nosebleed. Really? Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So, um, and she notices, you know, she was like, dad, I haven't had a nosebleed. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, thank God. Cause we moved halfway across the country. <laughs> uh, now, when you went to, uh, Skip and, and Mike and said, uh, you know, I think that my time here is done be- because of these reasons, um, you know, how were they? Were they uh, accommodating to you? I assume that they were because they're both good guys. And uh, yeah, they they went and they got me a box. They made the box for me and said, "Here, put your shit in and get the fuck out." <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think that um, initially I didn't necessarily have a timeline, right? Because I didn't. Uh, it wasn't like, "Hey, I'm starting a new job. I got to I got to be down there in two weeks." Hmm. Um, it was just like, okay, well, what makes sense? Um, and then kind of the whole thing of tying in the, like, kids at school and, and like, like were they going to be doing it at school? And, and we were at this deadline of when schools were going to start in Florida. So initially, I hadn't really given them a timeline because I didn't, you know, we were still kind of looking at those things. But I, I wanted to give them a heads up, like, hey, I have to move to Florida. Um, and, and I know, you, you know, you go, you don't have outside reps and you know, have to work here. So I get it. Uh, but I have to go and I don't know exactly when that we're going to kind of try to figure that out. Um, and about a week later I said, Hey, it's, it's going to be about three weeks uh, that I'm, we're going to have to go because school is starting. So like we literally got here, my kids, my kids started school the next day. So, um, so, um, uh, they were of course, I mean, disappointed, um, to some extent, um, and uh, but they understood, and um, uh, it, it was weird because I, you know, like I didn't, re- I didn't want to leave. They didn't really want me to leave, but I had to, right? So it was kind of like this, we like not weird, but it was just like, all right, like, right, see, ya, see, ya. <laughs> like, what do you do? Because there's no talking me into staying, right? And and, and there's no, there's no like, Hey, you know, can we move the office to Florida? Right. So, you know, we just kind of understood that that was, that was 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 it. it. The time, yeah. Time was up. So, so now, uh, uh, starting the company back up, uh, was that (laughs) something that you knew at that point you wanted to do or like, you know, the last few years, like thinking in your mind, like, you know, Hey man, I, I, if, if I ever get the chance, I want to start this up again. Or is this something that came up uh, towards the end there when you knew you were, leaving and you thought well uh instead of wor- instead of working for somebody else maybe i'll just uh fire my company back up again right um 
I mean, it was something I maybe thought about, um, but again, FDA stuff was was the same. And, and if if anything um, about to come down, I mean, over the last three years that I've been there, I mean, we, you, the you had to have the warning labels, you had to do these things, and all of a sudden, all that stuff kind of went away. But I I had given my notice, and it wasn't until my last week there that that FDA announcement came out uh, out of Maryland. So, um, and, and funny, the, the guys there jokingly saying, oh, well now you could relaunch the voyage. I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, that's funny. And then it was just <laughs> like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I can, you know, and, but a lot of it too had, was like, well, I kind of know what it takes. If these things fall into place, then we'll, we'll, maybe we can move forward. Right. Like if, if there's a factory we can get that I really like. You know, if 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 we can get the the blend down again, and and I didn't anticipate remaking that exact blend if I'm switching factories. So in knowing that, I wasn't even going to hide the fact or try to hide the fact. No, it's the same blend. We did the same thing in the two factories. And so why the, why switch factories? Um, I just felt that um, what's a, so I'm coming out of uh, William um, Ventura. Oh, no, I, that was my guess, Jordan. I guessed oh, right? it right. Yes, you did. I nice. guessed it right. And uh, and I've just been a fan of that factory and uh, and uh, a fan of Henderson. Uh, you know, just young guy in the industry that um, has been in it since he was like twelve years old or whatever it is, or has been working at the factory since he was twelve. But really, you know, he says he's been around it since he was about seven years old and uh, just knows his stuff. And just to kind of see the ratings that the cigars that, that are coming out of that factory were getting, uh, the ones I had smoked, the construction was always, just always spot on. Um, that they were really on my radar. If I could get in with that factory, did it, um, did it play a part? Um, Danny and just correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just sure. spitballing here. Did, does it play a part that, uh, it, it allows you some flexibility when you're working with a smaller factory like that, that you can play maybe a bigger role in the development of the cigar. Whereas when you're working with a company like La Aurora, this like, is what you get. They're a big company that's, you know, like, <laughs> you know, this is kind of, you know, you're somewhere. It almost sounds like I'm cutting down La Aurora. I, I swear to God, I'm not. I'm just saying they're a big factory. So here's Danny Vasquez, you know, this, this, just he's just a dude. He's got a tiny little company. Right. Uh, kind of here's what you get. Whereas with with the Ventura folks, you know, you can maybe be a little bit of a bigger fish in a smaller pond and play maybe a bigger part in the development of the cigar itself. Same size fish, smaller pond. That's about it. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what you know? Here's the thing with La Aurora is like, um, if if you wanted them to say, hey, here's what we have, take this cigar, There, you could do that. But you do have the ability, 100%, to go to La Aurora and talk to Manuel and say, hey, here's what I want to do. You know, I'd like to get all these tobaccos laid out on this table. I want, you know, this. And you can go through their, you can go through their tobaccos, their bilones, and, and just say, hey, I want to see all this stuff, and I want to lay it. And they, they absolutely will give you that ability to do that. Um, now, I will say it's a little more... I think it's a little more intimidating because of the way their factory is set up like, like a museum. And then you have like these, hu like these huge areas and, and, um, you know, there is sometimes you're just like, man, this is a bit in intimidating 
because I mean, yeah, they are so big and there's, you have tour groups coming by and you're just like, what's going on here? Right. So, <laughs> um, uh, but I, I will say Lauro does give you that ability, um, uh, to do that if, if you want to. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are getting cigars made out of there now that are doing just that. Um, but you are right. I mean, they do a lot of the, Hey, we have this. Do you like that? Okay, cool. You know, buy that. Um, the thing with the thing with working with a smaller factory though, is that, uh, you know, if you're going to take more charge of it, if you're going to take more responsibility for that blend and you don't know how to do it as well as a master blender for a factory, you could easily screw it up. Mm. Right. Um, for me, it was that I wanted to work with Henderson that's a, again, a younger guy that is, is seeing kind of, I've seen, I've seen so much in the industry, but also would understand like what I'm trying to accomplish. Right. Um, and, and that was one of the first things like, well, do you want me to just recreate your blend? You know, I laid out kind of the tobaccos that we use and I said, well, no, let's, let's do, let's do kind of the Ventura, you know, version. Like, what would you do? Why, you know, what, what would you change? And, um, and that's kind of where we started. And I'm saying it has to be Corojo cause I love it. Um, but let's, let's, let's see what we can do with the rest. And, um, just, I think just like the clicking and the conversation and going back and forth and, and the way we kind of got, got along and him understanding it, it was just like, yeah, this is, this is a no brainer. So will the, uh, will the first release be a new version of the voyage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And three sizes this time. Okay. Was the was this original voyage Corojo? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're keeping that's you're keeping yeah, the, yeah. the wrapper style. Yeah. What is the uh, the sort of the timeline for the new voyage? When might we start to see some early versions of it, or, or when's it going to come out? Well, here's an early version. Oh, well, there you go. Of the, of the Toro. Um, uh, end of January is the official. And then, as you know, we're getting in the middle of February and I still don't have them. So delayed. Um, oh, so you mean last January? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, things things have been delayed, um, especially at the end of the at the end of the year. You know, all the factories closed and stuff like that. And, and the box factories backed up packaging. So I'm looking at uh, maybe like first week of March. OK. Um, and, you know, we have our we have our. Uh, uh, an event planned at Suns uh, Cigar in up in PA, and um, you know they're they're actually going to start doing some pre-orders and stuff uh, coming up on Tuesday uh, on their website. And uh, you know, so important. You know, thankfully those guys are real cool, and we've kind of they've worked with me to back up with with the delay. Um, so yeah, I mean, beginning of March, you, we should start shipping um, shipping. So there you go. What's the uh, what's the uh, the vision now? What's the mission statement? Where do you see this going beyond just the voyage? The voyage. So yeah, that's good. so now it'll be it'll be in three sizes this time: a five by forty six uh, Corona, oh. a five and a quarter by fifty two Robusto, um, and a six by fifty four Toro. Uh, so that's kind of already expanding and changing up the the initial one. My goal is to have nine SKUs by the end of the year, not just in Voyage, but, you know, potentially a Voyage in a different with a different wrapper is what we're actually working on right now. And then a, a third brand, uh, not Voyage, um, in, in three sizes is stronger this time, full body, 
um, to come out also. So um, that, you know, I'm hoping to have kind of all that done in, th- in Q3 uh, or by Q3, so nine total SKUs um, by then and, and build a real company um, and, and create that footprint in SKUs or, you know, in, in, in SKUs to really have a presence within humidors uh, and, and uh, cigar lounges out there. Because with three SKUs or two SKUs like it was before, it's tough, man. You know, if you get into are you can get you can get into a really great shop that has, you know, three or four hundred different cigars or a thousand different SKUs in the humidor, you're gonna get lost, right? So that's why I was kind of really you know really selective with the with the first stores that are gonna be uh, carrying it this time, because I know that those guys curate their humidor really really well and they hand sell and they talk about. Um, boutique cigars and they they're boutique heavy and and uh and i just know that if this is going to be successful it's going to be because of the partnerships with these um with these retailers so um yeah that's that's kind of the plan is you know getting uh 50 60 accounts to start off and then we'll just let it grow organically are you, are you gonna that. do the same branding are you getting this updated or <laughs> so that was part of the talk of like, hey, let's just redo, let's just redo the band, let's redo the boxes of the voyage, and it was, you know, with my friends and 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 like close pre cigar industry personal friends and and people that I've met in the industry, like, oh man, just keep it, it's recognizable. People that know it know it. Um, just leave, and I'm like, all right, you know, I I loved it in the first place anyway, right? So um, I decided to keep it. We changed the boxes a little bit. Okay. Um, obviously, obviously, new sizes. We got to do that. Uh, but on that note, I mean, we recreated the same bands and, um, yeah, we're going to just let the cigar kind of speak for itself. Cool. So moving forward, speaking of like, uh, new SKUs, I'm just going to give this one to you for free. Nice. You, you know who takes a voyage? Buccaneers do. So like, if you came out with the Buccaneer, I, I'm just, that's just, I'm just going to give that one to you for free. <laughs> the Buccaneer. I mean, that's Jordan, Jordan. I came up with this just as the show was going. That's how. That's the genius of me. Unfortunately, there's a cigar called La La Bucanera. Uh, so eh, never heard of him. I mean, <laughs> never heard of him. If I could use your, if I can use your lawyer, let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right, Jordan. Let's let's a uh, quick uh, break for commercial. Then we're gonna talk some football because Danny, as we know, big time Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, and we're getting excited. To do our uh, dojo Super Bowl party right here in the studios. In fact, we brought a brand new TV today, Jordan. Boom! New Boom. TV! New TV. That's how you do the Super Bowl. That is how you do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. This year, JR Cigars is celebrating their 50th anniversary. They'll be celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited-run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Thank you to JR Cigars. Congratulations on 50 years. Thank you for supporting Smoke Night Live. Uh, Folks, uh, this is it. It's the Super Bowl. Can I say that? The big game? No, you cannot say that. If you haven't entered the big game contest on the dojo, you must do so. So there's all kinds of prop bets, like, you know, who's going to win the coin toss? Who's going to score first? Who's going to be leading at the end of the 
first quarter, all of that kind of stuff. And whoever ends up with the most points is going to win prizes. There's actually going to be three winners, <coughs> one grand prize, two runner-up prizes. So make sure to do that. If you don't know how to do that, just go to CigarDojo.com, look for the big game contest, click the enter button, and boom, you will be entered. There's lots of entries right now. In fact, it's crazy. What Danny, I have been surprised by the entries so far. Right now, it's almost 50-50 as the pick as to who's going to win this game. That's crazy. I was in Tampa at the new Cigar Cigars International store during the playoff game. And let me tell you, it was electric, Danny. The people were absolutely going, as you can yeah. imagine, bananas. What's it like being in Tampa? Boom, Tom Brady comes from the Patriots. <laughs> He's as old as God. And bam, into the Super Bowl first year, you've got to be like... You've, you've, you've got to be going nuts. Absolutely crazy. And what's funny, old as, as old as God, he's like two years older than me. Three years <laughs> older than me. Um, thanks. In football years. In yeah, football yeah. years. Well, so, imagine how old Sensei is. Goodness. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I could be Tom Brady's dad. I might, <laughs> I, I might be. I don't even know. I mean, I took some trips. Yeah. To California. Yeah. Um, so, since I was a kid... So when I was a kid, you couldn't even watch Buccaneer games on TV because they wouldn't sell out, so they were blacked out. Um, and the first Super Bowl I remember was Super Bowl twenty five, the Giants versus the Bills in Tampa. And I just remember like I was it was electric, and I'm like, oh, the Super Bowl is here. I'm like, well, what if the Bucks went to the Super Bowl? And like my friend, my friend was like, "You never have to worry about that." Like, All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, you know, we we've had like three Super Bowls since. Well, this is this will be the third, and it's like I've I've always been like, "Man, we're so close." And when I looked at that team last year, although we went seven and nine, you know, the third highest scoring team in the league going into the season, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, "Man, if if." Uh, Jameis Winston can figure it out. We have a crazy offense. Our defense is solid. We could do it. And then, you know, he throws 30 picks and we lose a bunch of really, really close games. And But we were super high scoring. I was like, man, if we just want to have those turnovers, our, your defense isn't as tired. And they could, you know, hold off their offense and all these things. And I was like, yeah, whatever, right? Um, and what's funny is I'm looking like, man, you know, uh, what's this guy from that played for San Diego? And he left uh, – Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. I'm like, we maybe we could get Philip Rivers, uh, or maybe we could get you know one of these kind of guys and just be better than Jameis Winston, and uh, and then I start hearing like the the rumors that Brady may sign, and I I didn't even want to talk about it. I just I would tell Jesse, don't talk. <laughs> and she's like, but why? I said I said the Buccaneers drafted Bo Jackson, and screwed the pooch on that. We drafted Steve Young, and they screwed that up, and he left. I'm like, we just have this thing of screwing up the one thing that could fix it all for us. So whatever. Uh, Brady comes, and, and it's just it's been crazy. So I, I went to the NFL experience, or Super Bowl experience last week, which is like all the pre-Super Bowl crap that they give. You throw ball, kick a ball, whatever. It was, it was, it was amazing. But then you have to remember that it's, it's an NFL thing. So the NFL has to be, you know, super neutral. So there's no Buccaneer stuff or, you know, Chief stuff, whatever. But everyone, I mean, 
hundreds and hundreds of people and it's all Buccaneers. And, uh, you know, obviously outside of the NFL room, the entire city is just covered in Buccaneers stuff. And it's, it's electrifying. I mean, we're, I've never had this much communication at stores with people like, yeah, go Bucks, you know, like I'm wearing a jersey or a shirt or the hat or something. And it's just everyone is on pins and needles uh, right now because we're playing a pretty good team. Yes. Uh, that recently won a Super Bowl. And uh, they have a crazy killer offense. So, but it's just like we're playing so well right now the problem is the last game we lost was to them <laughs> right so uh, in, a, in a way yeah. that could be good though yeah, because right. no, exactly. you know sometimes like, it's that little mental edge where you're like okay you guys right. got us last time we're gonna get you this time when it matters maybe that's a little bit of a mental edge yeah especially with brady i mean brady's a huge student so you know he i i know he hasn't been doing anything but looking at that film from that game and 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 all you know these guys so I'm excited, and and it's at home, which is so right. wild. It's never happened right? before. The only time it ever happens, nobody can never. go and watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's normal, man. Yeah. like yeah. twenty-two thousand or something, which is that's actually pretty pretty good, right? I mean, they're they. It's not seventy thousand. <laughs> you know, it's not. But I mean, I think that that's better than none. Uh, a lot of healthcare workers. I don't know, like how excited right. healthcare workers get at a football game. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, we're gonna find out. But um, so what? Mm-hmm. What is Tampa Bay? Have to do. By the way, is it is it just the Tampa Buccaneers now, or do they still say Tampa Bay? No, Tampa Bay. Tampa okay. Bay. So, because for a while there was this talk of a couple years ago, it was like, well, we don't want to be called Tampa Bay. We want to be called Tampa. Yeah. Anyway, so it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What what does Tampa Bay have to do to win this game, in your opinion? The defense has to play just the way it was, that way it has been, the way it played against Green Bay, and the way it's been playing this in this uh, in these playoffs, the way it played against the Saints. You know, all the like four interceptions, and um, the the defense has to. You're not going to stop them, but you have to. You can't let Mahomes and Hill and Kels like or Kelsey. I don't know, whatever. Kelsey? Just run, yeah, Kelsey, because they. Those those three guys can murder you, um, but I'm excited to see like Mahomes versus Brady, um, and and like I, I I did the dojo football pick 'em thing, and I you know I think Kansas City is going to be winning at the end of the first quarter. They could be winning at halftime, which is like Patriot history with, with, right, with Brady, right. and and I don't care if we win in the last second, right? <laughs> right. By one point, uh, you only have to be leading. And when that final whistle blows, you know, so, you know. Exactly. Do they do um, a final whistle in football? Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the referee comes out and he says, hey, this will be the final whistle. <laughs> and that's how it goes, Jordan. You, didn't, uh, you don't know anything I about football. I don't know anything about football. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, well, um, you know, what's funny is yeah. you guys know hockey. Yes. And you know who the champs are right now. Right. Yeah, the Bolts. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping they go to the. I'm hoping the whole team goes and takes the Stanley Cup with them and sits on the 50 yard line <laughs> and cheers them on. Um, yeah, and, you guys, and, you guys. Hey, man, forget Detroit. You know, like uh, Championship Town or what do they call it? Uh, title Town. Title you, Town. Yeah. You guys could be Title Town if you guys win oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, you'll hold two of the Big Four right there, and you almost got the uh, baseball, baseball one. Yeah, I mean that's incredible. That one hurt. That the base the Rays one hurt. 
um, I don't know if it would hurt as bad as this one, but the Rays won't hurt. It's just hard to get to the World Series. It really is. So You know, uh, uh, a few years ago when, when the Broncos first got Peyton Manning, we w- sort of went through the same, mm-hmm. w- the same description that you just said a minute ago about when, like, you're, you know, are we going to get him or are we not going to get him? Right. And then the, f- the first Super Bowl that we went to was against Seattle, uh, and they absolutely destroyed us. But that made it all the better. It made it all the better a few years later when uh, Super Bowl 50. You just got to make sure you don't fumble the ball on, on the, the very first, first drive. Play, on the very, very first, first play. play of the Super Bowl. Don't fumble You'll the ball. You'll be okay. Yeah. So, so, Danny, our weekly top three. Jordan, it's time for the weekly oh, top three. Oh, weekly top three! <laughs> yeah! Where's the graphic? Yeah! So this, <laughs> this week's weekly top three, and uh, we'll go through all these together, boys. These are the weekly top three predictions about the Super Bowl, and this could be anything. So I'm going to go first, and then I'll go to Jordan, and then I'll go to Danny. We'll just go like that all the way through. My first prediction is there will be at least eight ounces of Buffalo chicken dip spilled onto the table here in Dojo <laughs> facilities. Oh. At least eight ounces. Matt, you, you be, better be ready to scrape off the uh, the Dojo the Buffalo dip to weigh it because I'm going to say the over and under is eight ounces of spilled Buffalo dip. There wow. will be no spillage. <laughs> By the <laughs> way, if you don't know, it, does, do you know what Buffalo dip is, Danny? Yeah, oh, I, think, okay. uh, I think I do. Yeah. It's like basically like wings, like buffalo barbecue wing, or like uh, buffalo wings in a in a casserole dish. Oh, and you just dip a chip into. It's yeah. the most incredible thing ever. So, but yeah. by usually the dojo party gets a little wild. So we'll see. Jordan, what's your first prediction on the Super Bowl? I uh, Brady COVID mid game. Oh my god, he gets he gets tested <laughs> mid game. <laughs> <laughs> and they pulled him. <laughs> oh my god! Can you it's imagine? Out. Can you imagine you know, that? That? Happened, that happened in the World Series this year. The third baseman of the stupid team that beat us, they he on the last game, uh, they the Major League Baseball like sent them a message like, hey, he just tested positive. Pulled him from the <laughs> no, game. No, really. And they they pulled him from the game. I did not yeah. know that. That's, That's incredible. Yeah. All right, Danny, what's your first prediction for the Super Bowl coming up Sunday? I'm going to go with the over 10 uh, either text messages or DMs if the Bucks are losing Okay. Uh, by <laughs> halftime. I'm going to go on the over of 10, and I'm going to go mm. under 10 if they're winning. Oh. And, and I'll, do this, I'll do the screenshots and, and prove it. All right. People love to hate. <laughs> my, my next prediction is um, I don't – like Tom Brady threw three interceptions in the last game. Um, I don't think Tom Brady will throw any interceptions in the Super Bowl. I believe that he is the kind of guy that that's probably been eating at him this whole entire week. He will minimize the turnovers, and he personally, I'm not saying that Tampa Bay might not turn it over. Maybe Leonard Fournette fumbles. I don't know. But I'm just going to say, boom, no turnovers from Tom Brady, which I think is a good sign, could be a good sign for the Bucks. Jordan, what's your next prediction? Chiefs over inflate the balls. <laughs> get get this. <laughs> they know what Brady doesn't like. That is genius. But ah, but isn't so it good. the Tampa they get their own football? 
But so you're saying like maybe they sneak in. I don't know how they do it. They sneak in. They do they it. They overinflate the balls, and Tom Brady can't hold they them. Got a guy on the inside. But that goes against my last prediction. All right, Danny, what's your second uh, <laughs> Super Bowl prediction? I don't appreciate you bringing up old Tom Brady history <laughs> to my to my by my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in a bold prediction. The the halftime show is the weekend. Is is he's an artist named The Weeknd? I don't know if you right, know. Right, right, right. Uh, he will trip and fall on stage. Wow! Ooh. Similar to a uh, wardrobe malfunction. All right, somebody mark that down. That uh, one's gonna happen. The weekend. Are they doing like actual uh, mid like a halftime show again? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they canceled that. Dancing. I don't think anybody be. Yeah, it'll, he'll just be up there by himself with his dancers or whatever, <laughs> right? But so Danny's saying like, boom. Slips, trips, whatever like a, like it a takes. Little, maybe a stumble. A stumble. You know, oh, he's not gonna get hurt. He's gonna I, get I'm down with that field. one. That's gonna uh, happen. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be watching intently. All right. Nice. Um, my favorite. My my final prediction. And Danny, you're gonna hate this one. I'm sorry, but my final Solid. prediction is the actual score, the finishing score of the game. I believe me. I actually would love to see the Tampa Bay win. I just don't see it. I see this game going. As a thirty-eight to twenty-three, it's it's really in realistic in reality. It's kind of a blowout, but the score isn't terrible. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be thirty-eight to twenty-three. Uh, the Chiefs they're going to get their second Super Bowl in a row. Ooh! I, did you just say thirty-eight to twenty-three is not a terrible score? Uh, I mean, you know, it could, hey, it could score. it could be like the you know, Broncos Seahawks like fifty-three to ten or whatever. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be a semi blowout. It's thirty-eight to twenty-three. That's my prediction. You can write it down right now. If you guys want to uh, bet in Vegas, you can take my take <laughs> take that to the bank. That is exactly what'll happen. I hope not for Danny's sake because I'm going to be cheering for Tampa Bay. I am going to be cheering for Tampa Bay because remember, of course, we hate the Chiefs. We hate the Chiefs. We're Broncos right, fans, right. so we sure. hate the Chiefs. I hate everything about them. But that's the way I see this game going. Jordan, what's your final prediction? I I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have any. <laughs> I don't know much about football. That that's about it for me. You're you're done, Danny. What's what? Tell us how this game transpires. How's it going down? Uh, Chiefs are up uh, at the end of the first quarter. Okay. The Chiefs are going. I think I put the Chiefs win the toss because everybody took that from Brady. Uh, they they maybe they uh, they score first. They're winning at the end of the uh, first quarter. Uh, let's say tied going into halftime. Nobody scores in the third quarter, and then it's it's Brady time in the fourth, and <laughs> the Bucks the Bucks win uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five. Wow! Who will be the MVP, Brady? Yeah, uh, well, you know if not Brady, it, well it has to be Brady. Well, it if is, they win, it's got to be Brady. You know, send off. He's done. If not, if not, it's uh, man, I don't know which one. It'll be a linebacker on the defense of the Bucks. Devin if, White, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe Devin White. Um, yeah. Do you do you imagine? Can you foresee Antonio Brown playing a part in this game? I mean, he's a bit of a divisive yeah. figure. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, look, man. He he's he's this little speedy, like great hands, and he takes a lot of pressure off of Mike Evans on the other side, right? So, yeah. I mean, even if he loses an arm they'll probably just put him <laughs> out there just so you have to cover him right uh he's fast man and he, yeah. he he's he's a pro he knows what he's doing um 
he's been there before. So, yeah, 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 yeah. He's going. What do you think about this? Patrick Larkin says you have to want the AFC to beat the NFC. Doesn't matter the team. I I don't agree with that at all. No. Is uh, he that, saying that just because he's an AFC guy? Yeah, because he's in Wyoming. That's so. that brings up a good question. I don't care about the conference. I care about my team, and I hate. The, my biggest rival. There's two trains of thought here, Danny. There's two trains of yeah. thought. Either A, you want your own conference to win because that no. makes your crappy team, the Broncos, feel a little bit better. because they're. Or the other train of thought is, I hate the Chiefs. I want them to lose. Me personally, I hate the Chiefs. I want them to lose. That's, no matter what. That's yeah. what I want, even though you know we're an AFC guy. There's two trains of thought. Which way would you go if you weren't in the Super Bowl? Obviously, you want your team to win, but if you yeah. weren't in the Super Bowl, are you rooting for the conference or are you rooting against the conference because you're not in it? Your rival. Well, first, I want to say I'm proud of you guys for knowing NFC and AFC. It's great. <laughs> uh, but no, no, I, I don't care. I mean, it would depend on who the AFC team is, but if the Saints were in the Super Bowl or the Falcons or – any, anyone in the NFC South, the Panthers? Uh, no, I hope they don't even make it to the game. Right. Um, <laughs> I hope they know. die in a train wreck <laughs> on the way to the right. game. Right. But let's say let's say it would have been um, let's say it would have been Green Bay versus the Chiefs, and I'm going for you know I'd go from Green Bay. Okay. Right? So. All right. But, right. Yeah. If it's not in your actual division, that's fine. But like in your division, that's too much rivalry going on there. I can't. Can't do it. Yeah, that's sort of like um, back in the day when we were in the same conference as the Red Wings. I could have never rooted for oh, the no Red what. Wings yeah, never. in the Stanley Cup. I can barely even say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Still, to this day. So we're all looking forward to this Sunday. should be a ton of fun. I'm just glad we have something to do because it's been a weird year. We haven't had anything to do. And now we do have a uh, Super Bowl to... Uh, Smoke cigars and drink beer and whiskey and uh, cheer on Tom Brady and the Bucks. I hope for your sake, Danny, it's a uh, it's a big victory. If it is, I'll be texting you and uh, congratulating you. Maybe we'll shoot off some fireworks. But hey, I can't thank you enough for taking the time on a Friday night, joining us on Smoke Night Live, my friend. No, man, thank you for for the invite, and this is great. Love you guys, and you know I appreciate the support. Like always from you guys, man. Well, hey, everybody's looking forward to the Voyage coming back out. The uh, original Voyage was super popular among uh, Dojo uh, Nation, and so I'm sure everybody's going to be excited for that. We'll make sure to get it in the database as soon as it comes back. Is it, The original is in the database, right, Jordan? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, we'll have to add that tonight. Uh, so, you can, so you can check in to your Voyage. Um, we'll be doing that soon. Uh, guys, uh, Wednesday on Flavor Odyssey... We will be pairing a Zinfandel with the HVC San Isidro. So make sure you get a nice bottle of Zin. I recommend, if you want to spend a little extra, get Saldo. It's a fantastic Zin. If you want to save a little, maybe not go that high, you could go Patrick Larkin style and get the Federalist. If you want to go lower, you could get seven Deadly Zins. That's usually about 12 bucks. So there's a lot of uh, options there. Get your HVC San Isidro. That'll be a fun show. Um, Monday, Jordan, Monday. Monday. Monday, me and Jordan will be in the Dojo Virtual Lounge. We will be doing the Connoisseur Club, the cigar number four. We'll be uh, live reviewing it on the in the Dojo Lounge on Monday at 9 o'clock. So if you're part of Smokin's Connoisseur Club... Come join us, and if you want to pull out that cigar number four, we'll all be smoking it together. 
and that'll be a ton of fun. Uh, we'll let you guys know what's going on on the next Smoke Night Live, which I don't really know what's happening yet. But as always, it is a Friday night, so get on the Dojoverse, check into your favorite cigars, share what you're drinking, share what you're smoking, share what you're listening to with hashtag now playing. We'll have some fun. Don't forget into the, forget to get into the Super Bowl pick em contest. So until next week, remember, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next week. Is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.